Well, welcome back, listeners, to Act 5, As I Live It. This is Episode 41. Encore! Encore! October 2023. On a crisp, cool October fall morning, I left my chilly home to go for a walk. It was actually warmer outside my house than in. I had yet to turn the thermostat to heat, child. As soon as I started my pedometer, my neighbor and her two large poodle-like dogs met me in the street. The dogs had on walking shoes. That is to say, all eight dog feet were decoratively covered. Their excitement at seeing me made me feel wanted. I decided they needed me to pat their heads before I started my walk. I took no music with me, nor did I tune into an NPR podcast to catch up on an interesting interview done by the host of Fresh Air, Terry Gross. I wanted no disturbances of any kind, not even my own thoughts. I detoured from my usual route and took a path between housing developments. I noticed the quiet of the forest-like area. It was so quiet that as I looked around being aware of my environment, I could see leaves falling slowly, then softly hit the grass. Their time spent providing shade was now over. Yet, their colors weren't as artistic as they usually are this time of year. I guess climate change can be blamed for that. As I looked through the tall trees, I noticed natural paths, some with fallen trees that could have been used as balance beams. Because this month's book club selection is kindred by Octavia Butler, a tough one to get through, I couldn't help but think about the enslaved stolen from Africa, or the self-emancipated people, and marveled at their ingenuity to get away. Sparked, of course, by abuse and desperation to figure out a way to go north, shoeless and raggedy. I usually walk with good New Balance brand tennis shoes and still find it difficult at times to navigate a paved pathway. I followed the path to the clearing and as I approached it, was struck by the beauty of the tiny mesa separating the two housing areas. The grass was covered in white for the length of the terrain, a thin film of dewy white. It was almost ghost-like, as if someone had bothered to decorate the area for Halloween. I was sorry that I hadn't brought my new cell phone to capture the scene using its enhanced camera features. As I came out of the clearing, I noticed the sky. It was cloudless. It was heavenly blue. It was as if it had been painted. Off to my right and slightly behind me, I saw an airplane in flight at such a high altitude that it made no noise initially. 
A few seconds or so later, I could hear its roaring engines propelling it to its destination. The ease at which it flew with a background of blue reminded me of a scene I'd witnessed high in the mountains of my favorite ski resort in Utah, solitude. The only difference was what flew with a background of blue was a natural bird gliding with its immense wingspan. A few blocks later, I caught a glimpse of several fully-leaved trees that seemed to be putting on a kaleidoscopic show. The trees were of different heights, different widths, different types. A few showed off their orange-gold shade, while others couldn't make up their minds to stay green or become red. A slight breeze caused the tall ones to sway ever so slightly, as if they could hear lyrics from a song telling them to wave their hands in the air like they just don't care. Their majesty made me think of my favorite poem for this time of year, October's Party. My loyal listeners may remember it from early episodes. I recite it again for you. October's Party by George Cooper October had a party. The leaves by hundreds came. The chestnuts, oaks, and maples, and leaves of every name. The sunshine spread the carpet, and everything was grand. Miss Weather led the dancing. Professor Wind, the band. The chestnuts came in yellow. The oaks in crimson dressed. The lovely Mrs. Maples in scarlet looked their best. All balanced to their partners and gaily flooded by. The sight was like a rainbow new fallen from the sky. Then in the rustic hollow at hide and seek they played. The party closed at sundown and everybody stayed. Professor Wind played louder. They flew along the ground, and then the party ended in jolly hands around. Wouldn't it be wonderful if each time this of the season we could all be of one accord? Well, not this year, child. One who took a Jeff Bezos-sponsored trip to the moon earlier this year just after a new Speaker of the House was finally elected, would return in October, only to find another circus taking place in the House of Representatives. While the world watches. Again. Can this be America? In case you were still partying after the 2022 holiday season, let me do a recap for you, or you can review episode 36. The Republicans became the majority after the 2022 midterm elections. Nancy Pelosi resigned as Speaker shortly after her husband was attacked in their home, and Hakeem Jeffries, a black man from New York, became the minority leader. To elect a new Speaker, it took 15 rounds of voting over five days for the Republican Kevin McCarthy to sell every ounce of his leadership soul to get elected. 
Representative McCarthy tried his best to balance keeping the deals, balance keeping the deals he made to his colleagues to get elected and doing what's right for, quote unquote, the American people. The last straw for Representative Matt Gates from Florida, you know, the unwoke state, was McCarthy's ability to successfully work with the Democrats to keep the government open for just 45 days. Mind you, the government is normally funded for one year. Gates called in his chit that should McCarthy not do a satisfactory job as speaker, just one person could call for a vote to oust him. And that's just what happened. For the first time in American history, the speaker's position was vacated in this way. This rebellious reprisal of electing a new speaker started October 3rd. Can you believe we are getting ready to go through some congressional playground shiggity again? Not one thing can be addressed without a Speaker of the House holding the gavel. Why not have Hakeem Jeffries step in? The Constitution does not stipulate that the Speaker of the House must come from the majority party. As I compose this episode, we are in day 20 without a leader. Yet we the people are paying these people to act like wild children in the schoolyard. I feel like we are dealing with a bunch of bullies or gangs, like Al-Qaeda or the Taliban or ISIS or Hezbollah or the Crips or the Bloods. And the situation certainly would not have gotten any better if Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio, one of the Republicans who denied the 2020 election results, had been successful in getting votes in his three disastrous tries. And now, like The Bachelor Show, there are several Republicans who have thrown their roses in the ring. How about nine of them? Can this situation get any crazier? Mitt Romney, a former Republican presidential candidate, has decided to retire. I guess even he can't take it anymore. As my grandmother, Mother Dear, used to say, it's getting worser and worser. Oh, please, bring back Liz Cheney. Is this a process of making America great again? Police. How did we get here? I have a few thoughts about how to answer that question. One, when John McCain, God rest his soul of integrity, chose Sarah Palin to run with him as his vice president in 2008, Pigs wore lipstick, and moms carried hockey sticks. Two, Obama got elected twice despite the ire of a new Tea Party. Three, a most qualified Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 election to a Republican candidate who had no integrity and shook hands with strange international bedfellows. Four, The 2018 midterm election put people in office who cared more about their alliances than the country's ability to solve problems. Five, 
President number 45 ran for a second term and refused to accept that he lost the 2020 election, thus inciting a crowd to storm the Capitol building where senators and House of Representatives were about to certify the election results. 6. 45's influence has remained a force in the House, a radioactive one, according to Anna Navarro on The View show, and what we now have is an impotent, impotent body of lawmakers. Recently, former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton was asked by Christiane Amanpour, a journalist and host of Amanpour the show, what her take was on the state of Congress. She quickly got to the point by saying the people voted for the MAGA philosophy in 2018 and continue to support Republicans who want to ignore the Constitution and dismantle our democracy. I have the honor to see and hear Justice Sonia Sotomayor speak in Baltimore last month. Her hour and 20-minute conversation with a reporter from the local NPR station included a few questions about the state of our democracy. She became quite somber and said she was very afraid, but that we all have to have hope that things will get better. The bonus for me was that I received her book about her life now in its 30th printing. I can't imagine what President Biden is taking to keep his energy up to deal with Congress, to deal with the Hamas bombing of Israel and Israel's potential retaliation, continuing to financially support Ukraine in its fight against Putin, and proving to the press and Republicans that he is not too old to run again in 2024. I wonder if he is getting B12 shots each morning for breakfast and kale salad for lunch, followed by a nap. He's probably accumulated 100,000 miles on his frequent flyer card for Air Force One. This year has had one crisis after another, week after week. It just never seems to end. To escape it all, I find myself making more time to practice for the jazz band. I guess I didn't get enough pain in my butt from working on the spring recital tunes. But I am mindful of my posture and time spent sitting in one position. I don't want to experience that kind of discomfort and pain again. Six weeks of physical therapy, walking a few times a week, and even ex- and evening exercises have helped. Thank God. I pray it all gets better soon. I wish we could all take a good long walk each year as fall comes in so that we witness the harmonious view of the glories of nature. Our souls would be soothed our breathing normal, our anxiety quelled. At the end of the walk, we could have an October party every year and forget about the division of parties and the dysfunctional Republican Party. 
I am not suggesting that we gather and sing Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya, though that wouldn't hurt. We could act united and wave our hands in the air, showing that we do care about our political environment and the fate of our country, especially since the world is watching. Then, when our arms get tired of waving, we could grab hands of all colors and genders or genderless and sing the Sister Sledge song. We are family. Just singing the chorus. We are family. Over and over. We are family. Again and again. We are family. We are family. Fading out now. We are family. We are family. Till next time.